Thank God it's Free Range. You are listening to Free Range Radio Friday with your host, Michael Elves. Pour yourself a beverage and turn up the volume because here on 101.5 UMFM, the weekend starts now. Remember the name I 
101.5 UMFM, this is Thank God It's Free Range, the Friday edition of Free Range Radio. I'm Michael Elves, and kicking things off for us tonight, Melbourne's The Teskey Brothers with a new single called Oceans of Emotions. I'm swimming in a sea of emotions these days myself and uh, had the chance earlier this week to talk to Steph Blondel Johnson from Mise en Scene about a little about that uh, and about empathy. And uh, we're going to hear our interview uh, about their new EP, Reality Bites, after this next song, a new single from country legend Tanya Tucker. It's a track called Kindness, something that we uh, we need more of right now. I have traveled down the long and twisted roads Through the darkened streets not many souls have known I've seen beauty some may not understand I found glory in the ruin of the best laid plan There were times tomorrow felt so far away It seemed as though the bitterness was here to stay And though I pushed down on my anger through my tears I have always felt the love of God so near I've been everything there is to be So come on baby, show some kindness to me How the hand of fate drags us all behind Like a river flowing back and forth in time To the place we call free will But we were always meant to be it was written like a song so long ago It's a long and lonely river to the sea So come on baby, show some kindness to me When all the wasted years have come and gone And there's just the empty sky to look upon all the dreams that pulled our hearts are memory I will remember what it felt like to be free Cause I've been everything there is to be Come on baby, show some kindness to me How the hand of fate drags us all behind like a river flowing back and forth in time To the place we call free will But we were always meant to be It was written like a song so long ago It's a long and lonely river to the sea Come on baby, show some kindness to me I've been everything there is to be Come on, baby, show some kindness to me. Come on, baby, 
All right, well, the EP isn't out yet, but the beer is. Mise-en-scene Steph Blondel Johnson joins us on the show to talk about the new EP and the beer. How's it going? I'm great. Happy to have you back on the show. And I, I think we talked about the last beer, the last time you, <laughs> the yeah. band put out a beer. We're just collecting beers now at this point. We just make such you're, good beer that we have to just keep making it. You're just like, uh, like you've you've taken craft beer to its next logical conclusion of like uh, indie indie rock craft beer. I love yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we we're lucky that we were able to pair with Torque again. Um, I just kind of knew that we're. I guess we're just kind of clever sometimes with the way that we put things together. Because as soon as I knew that the record is going to be called reality bites i'm like oh i gotta call torque because like that's a great name for a beer <laughs> so um that's just kind of like how it's how it's sitting in my head i'm like oh that could be a beer so and their beer brewmasters put together an excellent tasting beer and here we are so do you do you give like tasting notes at all like are you like hey this is kind of the flavor of the record well, we got together and we talked about like the themes of it and like what it's about and then which ways we could approach it. And so um, we came up with the idea of it being um, because reality bites, this beer doesn't. <laughs> so we wanted to have a little bit of hops. I would like to like, you know, make a point of having that bite, but nothing too overwhelming that the average beer t- enjoyer couldn't you know, consume more than one of it. So we um, wanted to make sure it was very approachable in taste. So that was kind of the approach. Like, so let's kind of do a little play on the word. So it, it reality sucks, but this beer doesn't. And this beer is easy to drink because life is hard. So that, that was the approach for this. With with the EP coming out in the summertime, like was the thought like, oh, you know, this is like one of those like summertime crushable beers? Yeah, definitely. Well, like, since we were releasing the beer in the spring, we're kind of more like, okay, we're out of winter, thank God, so yeah. more drinkable. Um, it definitely has, like, a good taste to it. It's not a lager in the sense that it's, you know, it's not a Budweiser. Let's <laughs> just say that, it's not a Bud Light. Um, but it's a, it's a really great pale ale, so it has, it has personality to it. Um, but it's definitely, I would say it's crushable. Yeah. <laughs> so you mentioned discussing the themes of the record. Let, let's discuss those themes. I mean, obviously as you said, it's right there in the, in the title a little bit. Like, is this just kind of like reflecting on the, on the world we're living in and that's kind of like w- what's going on in your head. And so that's, what's going on, on, on page. Yeah. Well, I guess like, you know, as artists, we always kind of subconsciously, reflect on the world around us sometimes we're doing it intentionally and sometimes just naturally comes out the ironic thing about reality bites the song itself was that i actually wrote it before the pandemic so Mm. that's weird (laughs) um and i think i probably would have like had a hard time writing it like after the pandemic just because i would have been so angry about everything (laughs) so i wrote that beforehand just kind of like just just really feeling the uh, the sting of, you know, adulthood at its finest, I guess, you know, like, you really just don't realize what you're growing out of when you grow up. And um, some of those realities about relationships, the world around us, who we become, who we are now, like, it just, sometimes it just sucks. And um, I think that's kind of what bonds adulthood, <laughs> the people who have become adults all together. Um, so, yeah, and then in terms of the rest of the record, um, you know, we've got another song on there called Beautiful People that's coming out. Um, 
as a single with the release of the record with a really great music video in June. And that's kind of about social media and how it really kind of screws with your head and your identity and sense of self. And, um, and then we have a song called Nicer that we released last spring. And that's all about, you know, we know that we're human and we know that we're not perfect beings and, you know, not everything's perfect. And then we're always great, but can you still just be nicer to me about things? Because I feel like I'm just getting attacked. So all these kinds of things I think have also kind of come out of the pandemic, right? Like we're Mm -hmm. on our phones a lot more because we were like stuck at home. And, you know, I'm also just like hearing about how like people are just more hostile to each other when we really shouldn't be, we should be more understanding. We all went through this together you know, it's amazing how we can't, you know, find the empathy and compassion for each other. So I still, you know, think that even though some of these songs are written before the pandemic, it's amazing how, like, art can sometimes precede events. And, you know, we were writing this record and getting this record ready, like, as all this was going on. And it's like, wow, how this all this all really makes sense. This all connects. And it wasn't intentional. <laughs> so... Yeah, it's amazing how the world works that way. Yeah, I was having a conversation this week about, you know, that like during the early days of the pandemic, people were like, oh, we're in this together. And there was a thought that like, oh, maybe empathy is going to win out. And then it just seems to have like pivoted away from that and gone into like hyperdrive in terms of like people just being angry. and. Yeah, and you know, it's just, it's too bad. I think it's maybe because people are feeling like they lost something during the pandemic or I'm not sure what it is, but we have to move on. We have to move forward. And, you know, it's like, are you going to do it with a good attitude or a bad attitude? <laughs> Some people are just, you know, picking the low-hanging fruit, but it doesn't actually, like, help anybody in the long run, including, you know, the person who's angry. So, it, I don't know. I hope that people can find humor and, um, you know, just find ways to simplify their lives and just take the happy route because, um yeah, we just need to be better to each other. So a track like Beautiful People then and, and like the social media thing, I, I gather then that was something you were feeling or sensing even before kind of everyone started having to live all of their lives online. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, you know, I like I got into music because I love music and songwriting. And when we first started out as a band, um, social media wasn't as important as it is now. And as essential as it is now. And, you know, that's hard for me. Like I, sometimes when I'm in the mood for doing social media, I'll do it. Um, But there's a lot of times I just, I don't care. (laughs) I don't care. And I also don't like how it makes people feel. I think that's why, you know, it makes people feel inadequate and it also gives people a false sense of reality. And like, it's just, overload and I don't like that <laughs> so um whenever we're on social media we always try and make, make people laugh like that's that's our big thing it's not about look at what I have and what you don't have or you know any of that kind of stuff or like how do we make people laugh on social media because that's not we don't want people feeling bad about themselves that's like so not the way that we are so yeah it's just interesting how all this stuff kind of is magnified though since the pandemic um, and how these songs have now kind of taken on a new meaning because the pandemic happened. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> so in terms of writing these things out, is it a cathartic process? Like, are you trying to wrap your own head around these things or have you already yeah. kind of wrapped your head around it and then you're trying to like share that? 
Some, it's both. Sometimes I'm exploring a feeling and an emotion. Um, and sometimes I'm just telling a story. And sometimes, like, we've got a song called Burnout. That's really, I really like that song. And that's actually coming out in May. That's, that's our next single. And um, that one's all about kind of, like, finding some some love interest at the uh at the liquor store and you know it turns out it's not a really good relationship and you know that never happened to me but that was just a, a story I just somehow wrote and um just being a burnout person and a burnout couple it kind of like you know you're not going anywhere it's a dead end and why are you with them <laughs> like how did this happen <laughs> and so like sometimes I'll just write songs that are stories because they just come to me and I just kind of write them and then other times I'm exploring my own feelings or emotions like you know reality bites like what's going on like especially since I, I rewatched the movie and I just loved I also think I've just been also musing a lot about um just being an adult um there's lots of songs I've written that haven't like seen the light of day yet that are kind of about you know when you become an adult, like all these like real things happen to you and you don't, no one prepares you for them. You just all of a sudden are thrown into this world and you're like, Oh my God, I have to pay bills and no one's making my bed and I have to do my own laundry and all that stuff. So it's just kind of, there's small little things that they, it's amazing how some, so many people will try and avoid them as they grow up. So it's just, you know, it, it comes everywhere. And sometimes I very rarely write after the emotion has come and gone and after I've made peace with it because once I've kind of made peace with however I feel about something, I'm not really inspired to write. <laughs> it's more when I'm very curious about something and haven't figured something out yet that I want to write about it. So it's part of the process. Like you're in the midst of that feeling rather than like once you've gotten through something, you don't necessarily want to go back or need to go back. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. These songs especially are all songs that I wrote kind of like in the moment, unless they're more storytelling ones. And, uh, yeah, so those ones are all more, like, they're more emotionally driven. But I think that's that's true to who I am as a writer. I'm, I'm more right that way. That's why I kind of write in waves. I'm, I'm not the kind of person who can write songs 24-7 and 365 days of the year. If I'm in it and I'm in the zone of, like, there's lots of stuff happening to me and I'm reflecting on it, then I'm writing a lot about it. And if I'm kind of in a content place or if nothing's going on, then I'm not writing. So... Sometimes that's frustrating because I, when I'm in those states, I feel like I'm never going to write another song again, and then I get all upset. Um, and then the tides turn, and I get emotional again, and then I start writing. <laughs> you work yourself up to the point where yeah. you're emotional enough to have to process it. <laughs> exactly. With a track like Burnout, with the short story ones, like is it is it freeing to kind of put yourself in someone else's head space or like create a character and tell yeah. their story? Yeah, because like you know, I think a lot of songwriters and writers and artistic people in general, like I, like I'll get like wind of something, like something. Someone will say something in such a way, or I'll just get a line in my head, and I write, I put it down in my notes on my phone, and usually I never really return to those because I just I'm I'm a, I'm a pen and paper kind of gal, um, but more recently I've been kind of making an effort to go back to my notes on my phone and there's some really good lines in there and so if I want to use them I need to kind of like collect all of the lines that I have and be like what is this story and then it's kind of like creating you know I'm putting together a puzzle but I don't know what the picture is 
Mm. And um, that's been really fun. It's been a really fun way of writing for me Um, because I have all these things and sometimes I don't, when I'm really in the emotion of things, I don't really need to refer to anything else. It's just, I'm so in that moment. I don't have to refer to old notes or anything like that, but I have these old notes. So I want to use them. <laughs> uh, so when I go into the more storytelling world, sometimes I'll, I'll refer to old writings and old things that I find and I'll piece things together to make it feel like it's something that makes sense. And it's harder, like, on the one, I don't feel like I'm ever going to write a song that I've emotionally and, like, have never felt, though. Like, I still feel like when I'm piecing together a story, there's I, there's still very much asked aspects of myself that are in there because I have to be able to get to the root of the emotion and and tell the truth you know and I can't be too I'm never too far from the story even though if if I'm constructing a story like you know one of like the lyrics in burnout is like I found you in a liquor store and so it's like I was never in a liquor store where I found met somebody but there was just something in terms of the way that when I was playing the guitar and singing and the way that the words fell out of my mouth, that that's just kind of what happened and that's what stuck. So I'll let the kind of muse guide me and take me to those places, but I'll always kind of like refine the song and make sure that it's making sense and that it's like emotion that an emotion that I can relate to and something that has still happened to me. Does that, the fact that you would then have to sing it play into the fact that like you have to emotionally resonate? like have emotional resonance to it. Like if you're going to sell it on stage, let's say, or on, on a record, mm-hmm. you, you have to buy into the, the character that you've created. Totally. I think so. Like, I think it'd be pretty hard. I'm not that good of an actor. <laughs> um, so I feel like um, for me, it's definitely something that I have to relate to. Like there's definitely already older songs of ours that I love, but like I wouldn't be able to sing them and perform them as well as I could have like if it was like in the moment for me like if it was something that was really fresh for me there's already songs that I feel like I've just I wouldn't say outgrown because I don't feel like I'm outgrowing it but I feel like it's it's an emotion I just don't relate to anymore um and so those songs are harder to play like I actually just try and make a point of just not playing those songs live anymore because it's just if I if I emotionally can't connect then it, it would be hard to perform it so yeah. Well, speaking of performing, I know we missed the the beer launch, but do you have any shows coming up? We don't right now. We're kind of holding up because we're actually already writing for the next record. Oh wow! Crazy. Um, so we're trying to figure out what we're going to do here. We're going to be getting an album released together for for this record coming up in the next couple months. We're going to be figuring that out. So once we know what that's all about, we'll definitely let you know. Um, but in the meantime, it's we're all. We're all just doing things by releasing online right now and figuring things out. And, um, yeah, so we'll let you know. Well, we'll play Reality Bites, the the title track. It, was this always going to be the title track? Yeah, for me it was, yeah. yeah. I always, like, it's just such a fun, like, turn of phrase. And I love the movie so much and the song I just love. And so, yeah, I always kind of knew that that would be what the, the EP would be called. That was a real formative soundtrack for me, too. Yeah, it's such a great soundtrack. It's just a it's a great movie. Anyone who hasn't watched it should really give it a spin. For sure, uh, Steph. Thanks very much for taking some time. Always a pleasure to catch up with you. And uh, congrats on the 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 new EP forthcoming and on the beer already here. Woohoo! Thank you.
back here on Thank God It's Free Range. Right before the break, Reality Bites, the title track to the new EP from Mise-en-Scene. Thanks to Steph Blondel-Johnson from the band for taking some time to talk. Uh, Earlier this week, NPR, their latest Tiny Desk concert was with Casa Overall, former guest here on the station, on this show. Uh, An incredible, incredible session. I strongly encourage you to go over to YouTube and watch the thing. Don't just listen to it. Uh, We're going to play you one of the new singles from Casa. He's got a a new full length coming out soon. Uh, This is called Ready to Ball. Keep it locked here on 101.5 UMFM. Are you ready to ball?
Back here on Thank God It's Free Range, the Friday edition of Free Range Radio. Right before the break, jazz great Wadada Leo Smith with Muhammad Ali's Spiritual Horizon from his brand new album, Fire Illuminations. Before that, Morning Prayers from the self-titled record from London Brew, a tribute to Miles Davis's Bitches Brew, uh, featuring a collective of amazing UK jazz artists, uh, a lot of whom we've featured on Thank God It's Free Range in the past, uh, past guest Theon Cross, Shabaka Hutchings, Nubaya Garcia, Tom Skinner on drums, and many more. Uh, just came out on Concord Jazz. Strongly recommend checking that out. Uh, Canadian electronic artist Hone before that. A little something from Etienne de la Sayette and the Wild Horse Orchestra featuring Girma Bayene. Uh, I'm not even going to try to pronounce the track, but you can find it on the show logs. Jesse Lanza with a new single before that, Don't Leave Me Now. Harrison featuring Kaja Benet, and we started that set off with Casa. Overall, going to get into a bit of a lo-fi set to start this off. Uh, Canadian singer-songwriter Pranatrix. We got New Hayden, got something from S.G. Goodman, and more. Keep it locked after 8 Radio coming up in about 25 minutes. In the pain, we gotta feel like there's something better. We'll make it be bright in our ways. We gotta make it out if it costs us one more day. Oh, 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 Let's cut it out so later when we sit on a rock that our feet don't slide. How'd it come to pass that? What we thought we'd never know, now we know it to be some. Look at me 
about someone they loved. Oh, and you, child, just like a mama killed you, the dirt now covers you are the dirt it covers you Thank you. 
Thank you.